Hey, hey, welcome to episode number 53 of the Brave Widow Show. Well, if you are ready to date again, or maybe you're not sure, but you've been scoping out the dating apps and it's looking pretty abysmal, well, I have an amazing guest here for you. I have Nikki Wake, who is the founder of the Chapter 2 dating app, primarily based right now out of the UK, who's going to come on the, the show today. She's going to share her story. As a widow, she's going to share her reason for founding this widow and widowers only based dating app and what to her was the reason she wanted to create this to be something different than the other dating apps that are out there. She also has a lot of great resources to share with you. So I'm super excited to jump into that. I also want to remind you before I introduce you to Nikki, that if you want to be aware of upcoming live events. If you want to know the latest and greatest of what's going on in the Brave Widow community, you need to be on the email list. And the way you get on there is by going to bravewidow.com slash free, F-R-E-E. I have free resources out there for you. I have some checklists, workbooks, some videos, things that are meant to help you and to help encourage and inspire you. And you can Get those items absolutely for free. Get on the email list and hear about all of the amazing live events that we have upcoming. We usually have one about once a month. And we also have in December a winter's solstice for widows event. This is something we started last year in December. It's usually on the 21st. We laugh, we cry, we play games, we give away prizes, we have music, we have snacks, we do all kinds of stuff virtually on Zoom and cameras are totally optional. You're welcome to wear comfy clothes, PJs, your Santa hat, whatever, whatever feels right to you. So stay updated on when these free live events are going to be happening by joining the email list at bravewidow.com slash free. All right, let me introduce you here to Nikki. I'm so excited to have her here. I started following actually Chapter 2 Dating on Twitter, which is now X, and really watching their progress as they launched last fall and just kind of seeing how the overall reaction was to that, which has been really well received and just exciting to watch as they launched something new. So Nikki, if Nikki Wake is 52 years old. She's a widow and lost her beloved Andy to COVID in 2020 after a long illness. She is an entrepreneur and launched Chapter 2 Dating.app, a dating and community app exclusively for widows and widowers who are ready for a committed relationship and widow, widowsfire.co.uk, a casual dating site for people not yet ready for a committed relationship. The apps are less than 12 months old, but already have nearly 5,000 members across the UK, and they are launching in the US and Australia in the next few months, which is amazing. Amazing! You can find her on all sorts of different social media apps at typically Chapter 2 Dating or at Nikki Wake, and we will include all of her links in the show notes on where you can find her and stay updated on when the launch is going to happen likely in a place near you. Welcome to the Brave Widow Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Jones. We help young widows heal their heart, find hope, and dream again for the future. 
Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Brave Widow Show. Today, I have a very special guest, Nikki Wake. Nikki, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for agreeing to come today. Thank you. And uh, we're de- I'm delighted to be here. So thank you for having us. Absolutely. So Nikki, I would love for you to share with the audience who you are, what you do, and uh, then we can dive in some to your story. Absolutely. So I'm Nikki Wake, based in the UK, but uh, as discussed, love a bit of travel all over. I am a widow. I sadly lost my darling, beautiful, late husband in 2020 after a very long illness, and I'll tell you more about that later, and and started my journey as a widow and uh, embraced my new identity as a widow. And as inevitably, I mean, I was only 49 when I lost him. And inevitably, that is too young to stop any kind of future plans. And I kind of needed to to know that I had a future. And I was too young to be alone for the rest of my life. And so I, I, I actually went on the dating apps. And I realized very quickly that it's like the Wild West out there on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. And I did my market research and I I then decided there had to be a better way. So I launched and I set up chapter2dating.app, which is a UK-based app, but we are looking to launch in the US in the next couple of months, just sorting some investment out. And then as a result of that and listening to the talk on our forums, because we're much more than a dating app, we are a community. We're a community of brave and beautiful widows who who kind of come together to, to, to share experiences. And, and part of that is the forums that we have. And one of the most hotly contested topics on those forums was something called Widow's Fire, which I'm not sure if you've covered off before, but uh, a phenomenon that when you're when you're grieving, you ache for physical comfort. And uh, so we started widowsfire.co.uk. So chapter2dating.app is for people who are ready for the next significant relationship. People who are ready to find that next chapter, to, to move forward in a committed relationship. And obviously not all widows and widowers are. And I know I've had some disastrous relationships because I wasn't in the right place to do that, when actually all I wanted was a hug. <laughs> and. And, and Widow's Fire, see, it does more than a hug sometimes, but I don't get involved. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's a no strings, fun and flirty experience for people who aren't ready yet for a committed relationship. So uh, chapter two dating app launched November last year. And Widow's Fire has only been around three months. And, and we've had an incredible response from both communities for it. I, I genuinely feel we filled a gap. Um, I actually met Andy, my late husband, on datingdirect.com uh, back in the day when people didn't even admit that they'd met online. Do you know what so, I mean? Yeah, it was a taboo thing, yeah. Yeah, where whereas now, if you actually meet someone in a bar, that's unusual. So, 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 yeah, it was an absolute taboo, and um, and and uh, these days it, it's much more mainstream, obviously. So, I, I I knew it could work. I just found my personal experience of mainstream dating apps 
um, barbaric. I mean, it's full of, and you can bleep this bit out if you want dick pics and ghosting and all of that kind of thing. And it, and and sometimes as widows, we're incredibly vulnerable, and it's 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 a very harsh world to be going back into where none of us would have chosen this. I would. Uh, I Andy was my soulmate. He was the John to my Yoko. He was he he was a wonderful creature and a human being, and I miss him every second of every day. And and I would never have chosen this life. And there are times when I want to scream with frustration at I didn't choose this. I wasn't I, I I thought I was done with dating. I thought I was that was that world was gone. I backed my man, he was amazing, brilliant father, and I was gonna spend the rest of my life with him. We were gonna grow all disgracefully, we were gonna go on round the world cruises, we were and all of that was was taken from me. So then all of a sudden, when you find yourself sitting in a local pub waiting to meet someone who turns out to be a disaster, uh, it's 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 not a good place to be. So so yeah, I, ironically, I created the apps out of necessity because I couldn't find what I wanted online. And then the minute I created the apps, I thought, do you know what? I don't feel like I can use them because. It feels wrong to be charging other people for a service if I've been creaming up the best of the men. So I'm back on Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, all of the above. So, yeah, if there's any hot widowers looking, you can find me there. But, I, I mean, I do have profiles on the sites, obviously, but I, I kind of, I, it feels weird to be using them as, as the owner, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah and I love how you... As widows, we're often overwhelmed or we uh, sometimes it's hard in the beginning just to live and feel like you're surviving. But over time, you saw that there was a need out there. And not only that, but you found a way to help fill that need and close the gap. And I, I've not been on Tinder. I've been on some of the other dating apps and used them and have had my own experience. But I'm curious what you feel like so I've not tried chapter two but when you created the app what was your vision of how this experience is meant to be different than some of the other things that uh, you you've seen out there yeah absolutely so for me chapter two is a safe ring fence space for widows and widowers so to be a member of chapter two you have to prove your widowed status. So you can do that in a couple of ways. You can send me in a copy of a death certificate. You can send me a link to a memorialized Facebook page. But I know that some people, so for instance, I haven't memorialized Andy's Facebook page because I can't, I just can't do it. I can't either. It sort of feels so final. And and I'm not ready for that finality of that. And, and I still post stuff and tag him in quite often. Uh, so, 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 yeah, you can send a link to a memorialized Facebook page. You can send a link to an obituary or a GoFundMe page, or so some sort of. And I, I, I personally vet every member who comes on board. So wow. every day I log on and I look, and if there's anyone that I'm not happy with, then I'll send them a follow up direct email to say, can you provide a bit more evidence? Because I, I'm passionate about protecting our widows and widowers. They're a really vulnerable audience. And a lot of them, our typical audience is kind of 45 plus. 
A lot of them have never online dated. A lot of them aren't very computer savvy. I spend my life as an IT help desk and I kind of, have you tried turning it on and off again? So uh, yeah, it's uh, we need to handhold them through that process. And actually we have a duty of care to them. And I want to make sure that I can't protect them from every interaction. People are people, aren't they? And and but but I want to keep them as safe as we possibly can do. And, and as I said, we're much more than just an app. We're a community. So there are forums, there are blog posts, there are uh, advice and resources. We signpost to charities all the time. There's a brilliant charity called Widowed and Young in the UK that saved my sanity. When my world fell apart, they were there to help me pick up the pieces. And and they have a million uh, different interests, Facebook groups and things like that. So I'm very passionate about being much more than a dating site, but actually being a community, building a community. We do face-to-face events in the UK. So we've got our next one in London on the 12th of October. Uh, anyone wants to fly in, please do. And uh, and we make those free to everybody. So so that we try not to make membership costs a barrier to, to entry to any of our events. But I find I find great joy and solace in creating chapter two and Widow's Fire because the whole point of it for me is it's it is my chapter two so it's my reason for being it's my reason for getting out of bed in the morning and it's it's given me a new sense of hope and purpose and if I can help some other people find some joy that helps me make sense of my loss it's like this is what I was put on the earth to do was this Mm. and it's a really I'm hugely passionate about it as you can probably tell but it's a it's it's a real passion project and I, I think Andy would find it absolutely hysterical that I've managed to create a business out of grief. So he'd be like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he always knew I was an entrepreneur. So my day job when I'm not doing this, I run an events company where we run big award shows all around the world. So uh, yeah, I think uh, he was a, a wonderful stay-at-home dad, and and I went out and and did all the business, and yeah, I think he'd find it very very funny. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 given me a reason to be again, and we all know those depths of despair and grief that you go through, and it is a roller coaster, isn't it? But there is, I think, we all deserve. A chapter two, we do. And, and 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 that can be many things. It doesn't have to just be a relationship. It can be friendship. I've I've created some incredible friendships through the widowed community. Um three of my investors, actually four, four of my investors now are widows. So they're all people who have met me through the widowed community and have chosen to invest in the business because they see the need and the belief. And I had an investor's dinner last week and, and they're thrilled with, with the progress of the app. So yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're a little minnow, minnow in comparison to Tinder or something like that, but I think we're serving a real purpose and the future of dating apps is all about the niche and we're definitely all about the niche. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, it's a club none of us want to be part of, isn't it? But we're here, so we may as well make the most of it and, and be in for the ride. And and hopefully, we already know of, I think, about five couples who've got together through the app, which is lovely. So, yeah, yes. I can't wait to 
my first chapter two wedding. Do you know what I mean? I look very good in a peach ball gown if needed. Yeah, and so, there may be a chapter two baby. Well, yes, yes maybe. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah. There won't be one happening here, I can assure you. I'm done with that parenting thing. I've got one. That's enough. I'm in awe of anyone who's got more than one, actually. But but yeah, so uh, yeah, it's it's been a real adventure embarking in something that so I'm used to running businesses and doing business but but doing something that you're fundamentally so passionate about which is about creating hope and creating joy and and we all deserve that second chapter and I don't think any of our late partners would want us not to have that I ironically me and my late husband we went to visit a very good friend of ours who's a widow in Australia a few months a few years months before he fell ill and and she'd actually started dating again and dating a, a, a friend of her late husband's and uh, she told us when we were there oh I'm dating again and I was like brilliant that's so good and, and and that made me and Andy have the conversation of if anything ever happens to me I want you to move on I want you to move forward we don't move on we move forward don't we as widows but it's and and so we actually had that conversation but I think there's so many couples who might not have had that conversation and feel all of the complexities of emotions that are around dating again but I think I genuinely believe that our late partners wouldn't want us to be alone and would recognize that we were young and that there is still time and there's still hope although saying that we've got a whole range of members from the ages of 30, which is heartbreaking. Every time I see someone apply to be a member and I look at their date of birth and think, really? That's just utterly heartbreaking. But then we've also got like a 90-year-old widow who's based in the Midlands, who's fabulous fun and has come on a couple of the events and we've all got very drunk together and had a great time. And so it's a real... It's a real spectrum of widows that that we're representing and that we're we're helping. I hope, but yeah, I had nothing but positive feedback from the community, which is which is really rather lovely. Yeah, it really is, and I love that you tied in your passion and your purpose into part of your healing journey and part of your ability to move forward and and be excited about things in the future again, like that seemed like it took a long time for me was to reconcile how can I ever be excited and happy about something without this cloud of Mm -hmm. sadness and missing Nathan and all of that coming in when you talk about having a purpose and and giving back and filling a need and just something you're really passionate about that does something special for you and that I think helps take away some of that longing and just feeling like life is pointless. It's hopeless. There's no, like, why should I even move forward? And I think it's interesting with, with COVID, we've really seen kind of an uptick in younger widows and certainly people that are clamoring for dating apps specific to widows. And so I always tell people here in the States, like, well, not yet, but I know there's one coming. And uh... (laughs) we're probably about three months off launch but I know the demands there so we've got a holding page and people can sign up uh to the holding page and 
uh, we're collecting data and then obviously we'll, we, we will give everybody who pre signs up pre-launch two months free premium access and which enables you to like and message unlimited, et cetera. But yeah, the demands there, I, I get emails on an almost daily basis. Going, when are you coming? Like I had one earlier from, are you coming to Canada? It's like, let me get to America first and then I'll do Canada. <laughs> so, so yeah, it is It is definitely coming. And we're very excited about bringing it stateside. I love the States. So it gives me a perfect excuse to to come over regularly and do events and things. And, and you know, we, we'll roll the same model that we do here with free events, uh, across various states we're probably going to launch in in one state first maybe florida and then expand from there because obviously the big problem is well not it's a big problem but it's geography isn't it in the in the u.s is in the uk you can date long distance but in the u.s that just doesn't really work so so yeah we're we're, we're on with it definitely and we're hoping to launch australia later into next year as well so uh, and then rolling out across english territories but but certainly the the response in the uk has been phenomenal we've had incredible amounts of press and pr the media seem to love the story and my story in particular so i lost uh andy my husband he he fell ill actually in 2017 and he had a heart attack which resulted in a catastrophic brain injury who knew that you could get a brain injury from a heart attack. I certainly didn't. So yeah, I can do CPR, but I'm not very good at it, apparently. So yeah, he was without full oxygen to his brain for 40 minutes. And his consultant came to me when I was in my ICU bedside vigil that I know many of your your listeners will have will have been through. And and he said to me, the consultant said to me, Your story does not have a happy ending. You need to know that when we bring him round, he's going to be severely brain damaged. And he was. And it was utterly heartbreaking. So we threw everything at it. We threw rehab. We threw private care. We threw absolutely everything at it. But it was never going to. He was my beautiful, intelligent, renaissance, fabulous, artistic, intelligent, gorgeous husband was a shadow of his former self and and a massively massively brain damage he didn't know who he was for which i'm grateful because actually if he did know it would have been utterly heartbreaking he didn't know who i was he didn't know who his son was and we went into this horrible phase of limbo of anticipatory grief if that makes sense right for kind of three years where i was he was he was taken into a nursing home 24-7 care because he needed that. He was he couldn't walk and talk, was incontinent, it was awful. And I went every week and was utterly heartbroken. And I had to take the very, very difficult decision not to take my son to see him, because my son was nine years old at the time. And as a 49-year-old woman, I found it heartbreaking. So for a nine-year-old, I wanted his memories of his daddy to be positive, And I knew that it was never going to improve. And then uh, COVID happened, obviously, 2020. And the minute COVID hit the headlines, I kind of thought, this is the beginning of our end. And... Because I knew that he'd been wrestling with infections in the nursing home as it was. But the minute the COVID entered that nursing home, it would, and, and sure enough, 
uh, April 17th, uh, 2020, we finally lost him. And uh, and it, this, I, I genuinely thought I was going to be ready for it because I thought I've had three years of grief, anticipated grief, but grief of the love of my life that I've lost that isn't him anymore. But actually, anticipated grief doesn't fast track you on the grief circle, apparently. <laughs> there's no there's no guest list for, for, for mourning. Yeah, I kind of imagined I'd be much further down the line and actually I'd be relieved, but it it absolutely floored me when I finally lost him. And actually lockdown, I'm probably the only person who enjoyed lockdown because I could just hunker down with my my son and and not leave the house and uh spend that time with him coping with with that loss. And I know that obviously a lot of other people lost people to COVID. Uh but but yeah, it I thought it'd be a relief. It wasn't, it never is, isn't it? You get you think you you've got you wrapped your head around something and and you really haven't so well, yeah. and three three years is a really long time to mm -hmm. love someone and care for them and feel probably helpless yeah and completely. just yeah just the complete unknown of what would happen and my husband did have covid and double pneumonia and he was on a ventilator and in a coma and i remember they, they thought he had had three different heart attacks because they'd had to restart his heart so many times. And I remember driving to the hospital thinking and, and praying and just saying, if he's going to be a vegetable, if he's not going to be able to function, like that would be a nightmare for him. Some things are worse than death. Yeah. And I'm like, if this is, if this, like you said, if this story does not have a happy ending, I just, just have it over and done. Like I can't, do this for months or even years. And I, I have a, a friend that she was in my situation for months. And then you're in that situation for years of just not knowing, being unsure like that, that had to take a real emotional toll on you and your family. It, it, it did. It was utter limbo. And I was trying to run my events business as a solo parent. And, and so Andy was the world's best dad. He was a stay-at-home dad. So he used to, he started the business with me, but then I had to sack him because he just wasn't very ambitious. So so uh, I suggested that he stay home and write a novel, which he did, or a novel that never got finished, which is which is actually quite sad. And and funnily enough, someone said to me, "Oh, you should read it and try and finish it." And I was like, and I read it, and I thought, "I'm not finishing that. It's so rude. I can't tell you." So so. Uh, yeah, so he stayed home and he did every school run, he cooked every meal, he, and I was flying around the world delivering award shows in Vegas, in Sydney, and I definitely had the better end of that particular stick, I'll be honest. And so I, I wasn't a naturally maternal person, and I had to work at that stuff and learn how to be a mum and, and stuff. So when Andy got ill... I, I, I didn't even know how to cook. I didn't, I was a disaster when it came to all of that kind of home making ability that I know loads of women excel at, but I'm not one of them at all. And so I had to learn kind of how to parent and how to parent a grieving child. 
while running a business and then head, hurtling into COVID, which was obviously lots of fun running events business in COVID, not. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a heck of a journey. I'm going to be honest, but, but our grief doesn't define us, but it changes us fundamentally forever. Am I a, a deeper person? Yes. Do I view life in a totally different way? Absolutely. I mean, it's funny. I go to obviously lots of widow meetups. And before you go to a widow meetup, you think it's going to be full of people in the corner crying into their gin. Uh, woe is me, wearing black. I mean, I do wear black, but that's another story. But in actual fact, widows know to seize life by the horns and live every second because we know how quickly it can change and it does and uh, in a heartbeat literally in a heartbeat everything can change and and uh, I think I think widows are fabulous fun ironically to be around because until you've been on a dance floor with 90 widows getting down to a dodgy disco tune at some widow AGM that I go to, you, you haven't lived. And I, I love the, I don't know if you know this, but the collective term for widows is an avalanche of widows, which is just gorgeous as a, wow. as a kind of, that sums up beautifully what we are. But I think together we are, we are awesome and we're a force to be reckoned with, I would say. Yeah. Most it's... definitely. And look at you in the app world and the dating world, just creating something beautiful out of uh, a tragic and terrible situation. Okay. I mean, yeah. I am a very much a, a glass half full kind of girl. Um, I do. In fact, I'm speaking uh, on Thursday at a dating industry conference. And 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 the, the conference talk is when life gives you lemons, make a gin and tonic because you have to seize the joy in every moment that you can. But again, I think that comes back to understanding how fragile life can be. And yeah, I think I would never have chosen this. You would never have chosen this, right? But we are where we are. And so likewise with the podcast, you're creating something really positive out of a really rubbish situation. And and that's all we can do in life, isn't it? Because fate has dealt us a very, very unfair hand, but there's no point, you know, crying into your gin, actually. You need to embrace life and, 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 and try and navigate a way forward. It's not easy, it's not, and I know that, and I talk to wid widows all, and widowers all the time. But hopefully, I think there's a an amazing strength in the widow community that that I love, and I never knew that was there. And I think that's one of the clever things about the apps is the names. So chapter two, everyone who's a widow knows what chapter two means. No one outside the widow world, we call them muggles quite here in the UK, which is a Harry Potter reference. No one understands what chapter two means until you're in that world. So it kind of needs no explanation. Likewise, widow's fire, if you're on the reader end of widowhood, that you know what that means. And and so it, it's, uh, yeah, I think, I think there's an unspoken language. And I think widows and widowers are uniquely placed to understand each other. So if you come into my house, I 
The house is full of photographs of Andy. My heart is full of memories. Every day a Facebook post memory pops up. And that takes a very, that's a lot for someone who doesn't understand widowhood to deal with. Yes. I don't think, I, I, I dated a divorced guy for a while. And, and I mentioned something about Andy and grieving. And he said, are you still grieving? It's like, of course, I'm, I will grieve for the rest of my life. Like Andy was my soulmate and I lost him. And I don't think anyone who goes through divorce or separation or anything else understands what that feels like. And I, and so I think we're uniquely placed to understand each other. And I do think that if I met a widower, I'd be absolutely cool with them having photos all over the house and talking about, and we would recognize the key dates and the important dates in their lives and acknowledge that and be part of that process. And, and that's absolutely what I want to do for my chapter tours that to provide them with a community of people we call it it's built by widows for widows and widowers and it's a community of people who get it who understand so you don't have to explain like the worst thing i find in the world is when i go on a bumble day or a tinder day or a hinge day and when do you say you're a widow because it's a bit of a passion killer isn't it do you know what i mean it's not right yeah, so so it's kind of understanding when to drop the W bomb, if you like. And whereas on chapter two, everybody on there is a widow or a widower. So you're you're and I find that widows and widowers, like we go from zero to ten in about two minutes, because we understand so much about each other and what we've been through and what that journey's been like. So that you don't you don't sweat the small stuff. You don't do the small talk and you're straight into the jugular because we know each other and we know it's a badge no one wants but hey at least we understand each other don't we and I think that's every time I go to a, a widowed and young meetup and you meet new people who've never been to a meetup before and I'm always really sensitive about looking after them and trying to ease them into the whole world and uh, and and you do that how long have you been a member of way widowed and young and uh, and then that's shorthand for when did it happen? Do you know what I mean? And 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 there's a there's a kind of yeah a unique understanding. And I think actually we should embrace that uniqueness and and almost celebrate where we are now and and how much progress we're all making in different at different speeds at different times. I, I meet a lot of people who go, I'm not ready to date. Well, that's absolutely fine. And we respect that. And you can have free access to the forums and the communities and the resources. And if you are ready, we're here when you want to date. But until then, just come to a meetup and, and make some new friends. And so our last uh, meetup in Birmingham, uh, a couple of uh, widowed mums met and they've all hung out with their kids. And, and all of that is part of world, which is, which is lovely and something I'm quite proud of, really. Yeah, and, and you should be. I think it's an amazing community that you are building and have built for widows and widowers. And talking about being ready to date or being ready to be in another significant relationship, 
what what do you tell people when they're trying to figure out like oh I think I'm ready I'm not sure if I'm not ready do you have any tips or any thoughts on how to tell if you're ready to date again yeah absolutely sorry let me put a line on it's all gone a bit dark yeah absolutely so on our blog there are numerous articles about and also in our resources section at the bottom numerous numerous articles that I've written about how to know when you're ready to date um how to write the right profile because a lot of these people will never have written a profile or, or anything of that nature and actually the profiles on chapter two are lovely so I often look through them obviously because I vet them when they come in and they're much more open and full than if you go on tinder it's full of men holding a photo of a fish and not a lot else really isn't it whereas this is people talk about their late partner how long they've been widowed their family their history their and so they're much more detailed and genuine which is something I'm very proud of actually so yeah so there's a whole post about how to write the right profile and what to do as a first date because obviously if you've not dated for a long time it's a whole different world and it's always like just go for a coffee right don't commit to dinner don't I know from experience having had some of the longest dinners in my life it is it, just meet for coffee go for a dog walk whatever that we do uh yeah so we, we we do give lots of hints and tips i do a blog post every week about something so i wrote one about i don't know if you've seen it uh, a film called love again I uh, it's on it. oh it's on netflix you so need to watch it it's fabulous it's about a, a young widow who has her late husband all the time but his number gets reassigned Honestly, you need the tissues because I tell you, I was literally snot crying, just a a mess by about four minutes in. So she texts her late husband's number all the time and they've reassigned the number to another guy. So he's getting all the texts but doesn't know what to do or, or what to say. And she says, oh, I'm going to the opera in the yellow dress. So he turns up at the opera and sees her. And yeah, well, anyway, I won't. No spoilers here. But it's gorgeous. And so like this week, I wrote a blog post about having watched that and what I'd taken from it and et cetera. So, so yeah, I mean, I think our resources element is is kind of quite unique to us as a dating app, actually. But yeah, obviously, Safe dating is really important to us. So there's a whole list of advice about don't share your number till you're comfortable. But yeah, absolutely move the conversation to WhatsApp if you want, but make sure that you're doing it in a safe way. Always meet in public, always tell someone where you're going, you know, never accept a lift, et cetera, et cetera. Because a lot of our people are, a lot of our widows and widowers are out of practice in this world. And the world has moved on considerably from when they last dated. And and so we have that duty of care, if you like, to uh, to look after them. And and then we do obviously things like the meetups and the free events and all of those elements that hopefully create a a nice, safe environment for people to dip their toe back in the water in this world. Because I know how scary it is and how scary it can be. And 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 what we want to do is create the safest environment we can to look after our community. I love that. Well, Nikki, thank you for coming on today. Tell people, we'll we'll put it links to everything in the show notes, but tell people Mm -hmm. where they can find you. 
if they're in the States and they want to know when the launch is going to be, how they sign up, where should they go? Yeah, no problem at all. Let me just get my uh, URLs up. So if you're in the UK, it's chapter2dating.app. And obviously, once you share it, I'll share it with my UK network. So hopefully we can uh, get you some more listeners, which would be good as well, wouldn't it? And then if you're in the US, uh, chapter2 US, one second. Uh, so Widows Fire is UK, uh, widowsfire.co.uk. Chapter2app.com is the US site. So if you register on there, you'll automatically be put on our US mailing list. So you'll get all the notifications as and when we're going live. And anyone who signs up now gets two months free as soon as we launch in their particular state. So free premium access, which means all functionality. So, uh, yeah, and obviously you can log up and, and and register on the site just to get newsletters, etc. So, yeah, we'd love to welcome you. You can follow me. I'm on X, as it's called now, not Twitter. I must get used to that. At, at Nikki Wake, N-I-C-K-Y-W-A-K-E. And you can also follow Chapter 2 and uh, Widow's Fire UK on X. And we've also got Facebook and we post daily lots of lovely memes and a, a bit of kind of positive inspirational boost for us all on a daily basis. And then we have a series of live events. So uh, so sign up and hopefully we can, I think it's really important to have the face-to-face element. I think it's, it's lovely to be online and obviously the world is online and connected now, but I think sometimes there's nothing better than just meeting a bunch of widows and widowers in a in a room and and having a good chat yeah totally agree and don't forget if there's any hot widowers in the uk area we've got our profiles out there so (laughs) make sure you connect with her there so absolutely (laughs) thank you again so much for coming i appreciate everything you have to share thank you for having us really appreciate it all right bye-bye Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Brave Widow podcast. I would love to help you take your next step, whether that's healing your heart, finding hope, or achieving your dreams for the future. Do you need a safe space to connect with other like-minded widows? Do you wish you had how-tos for getting through the next steps in your journey, organizing your life, or moving through grief? What about live calls where you get answers to your burning questions? The Brave Widow membership community is just what you need. Inside, you'll find courses to help guide you, a community of other widows to connect with, live coaching and Q&A calls, and small group coaching where you can work on what matters most to you. Learn how to heal your heart, find hope, reclaim joy, and dream again for the future. It is possible. Head on over to bravewidow.com to learn more.